Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet again another episode of the LeBlockCast. It is Tuesday, August 1st, 2023. I am your co-host here on Ordy97, joined with, well, being hosted by my host, LeBlock. How we doing? We doing, we doing good. We doing good. Good to hear. Good to hear. Now, um, I think we should just get the elephant out of the room out of the way immediately. The big news, Senko. Vladimir Tarasenko signs a one-year deal with the Ottawa Senators. Let's just get into it. Um, how do you feel about this deal? I like it a lot. I mean, it's a one-year, $5 million contract. Um, and, you know, you had to bring it leave. And that top six arguably was going to look like coming into that Debrinket spot was going to be Kubalik, correct? Yes. So probably filling in in that spot now is going to be Tarasenko. I don't hate it. I mean, Tarasenko, it's a one-year deal, so if it doesn't work out well, then he's gone afterwards. So it's no harm, no foul. Um, he scored 40 goals previously. Um, how many did he have last year? I know he didn't have a lot. He had um, 18, I'm pretty sure. He had 18 on a struggling Blues team, but when he got to the Rangers... Uh, he seemed to pick things up a little bit, which goes to show that put him on a solid team, he can do pretty well. But regardless, I like that top six a lot now for Ottawa, adding Tarasenko to it, regardless of the controversy of, oh, he hasn't scored 40 in like three years. It, it doesn't matter. He's still a good, solid goal scorer to have. And as well as that, too, I said this as well, you move Kubalik down to the bottom six, that's some good secondary scoring there. And it, it solves, I think it solves two problems at once, because you were talking about how you're concerned with the depth We'll have Kubalik on the third line. That helps out a lot more, so for sure. So I like it a lot. I think it's a great move. I think it's it's, it's a no-risk move. If it doesn't work out, you can either flip him at the deadline or you can just play it out and he won't come back next year. But if it does work out, it's amazing. And I think this really can push Ottawa a little bit. You get close to that playoff line. You know, I have a few concerns about the signing. First of all, DJ Smith. DJ Smith's system and Vladimir Tarasenko seem like it's going to butt heads. That's the only real concern that I would have. And our our other co-host, Luke, mentioned this to me literally a few, few seconds ago <laughs> before we hit record. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so like the system, like DJ plays a dump and chase system, physicality system. Vladimir Tarasenko can be a little gritty, but he's not the player he used to be, especially with the shoulder injury. And Vladimir does not uh, drive the play. So... What you're going to get is you're going to get have to get him on a line with someone who can dread the play. I think you put him first line, you play him with Brady and Stutzla. Those are two guys who can drive the play. So that way you can just feed over Tarasenko and back of the net. That she goes. But, um, yeah, I really like it. And he had his press, his, his introductory press conference today. And, um, did he look happy? He looked so, I was to say, he looked so much happier than DeBrinket ever did. At his industry press conference, um, and yeah, and he's already and he's already getting annoyed at the media, and I I, I love it, I love that calling calling out the stupid media for asking a stupid question three times in a row. Plus, uh, plus there was a funny quote. Uh, he's like, "Oh, do you know anybody on the team that um, from you know your past, or have you?" He's like, "Yeah, I know Zub. We play computer games together." <laughs> Hey, I, I mean, that was pretty fun. I mean, that's something. Chemistry. That's something, yeah. It's like, it's, it's kind of but funny. Yeah. It's kind of like us, too. Like, the longtime gaming friends that played online with each other finally unite. It, it, it's kind of, it's kind of yeah. like us. 
Yeah, so, yeah, kinda. I guess. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm super excited for Tarasenko. Hopefully, he does well, and hopefully, I know DJ Smith said he was going to address the system, but I'm not going to believe anything till I see it on the ice. Right, I agree. But yeah, uh, I think that I think we were good on that. Um, but I just want to go over Ottawa's top nine real quick. So you're looking at like you're probably gonna get the lines of, like you said, you're concerned about the bottom six. We're I was concerned about the bottom six. We your first line you're gonna have uh, Kachuk, Stu, Senko. Second line you're probably gonna go with um, uh, sorry Jeru, uh, Jeru sorry Bafferson, Bafferson, Norris, Jeru. Uh, third line you're looking at Kubalik. Pinto, Greg, which I think that's a solid third line. And then fourth line, it doesn't really matter. It's the fourth line, so I'm not too concerned there. But yeah, I feel Ottawa has a solid top nine, and I think that's very good for us. But moving on, um, yeah, we sure. we collabed on a graphic earlier this, this week. A few of them. Yes, we did. Uh, we had over overrated, underrated graphics, and I think we should just go over those Very first because... Well. We're just going to get into a new segment called Explain Yourself. Because <laughs> we received, I, I know some of us received a lot of backlash for uh, these graphics. Oh, yeah. Uh, me especially for some of the takes that I had. And I kind of made a mistake on a few of mine. Um, I didn't mean to say some certain player. <laughs> Devin Levi. Um, or Devin Levi. Not, not, not. Uh, <clears throat> Devin Levi. Um, I, I made the mistake of saying he was overrated. He's not overrated. He's overhyped. But I'll, I'll let LeBlanc keep going. Yeah, so we I'll be honest. I kind of rushed this list. I'm not going to lie because there's, we had to get comments after. Like, damn, we should have put him in. Like, we all of us forgot Noah Cates. Which, yeah. Noah Cates I can't believe I forgot Noah Cates. Uh, Ch- like, Chandler some players Stevens we didn't another one. So... Stevenson, yeah, I saw Casey Middlestats, another guy who probably could should, should have been on this list as well. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go over. We're gonna go, start with first the good, and then we'll go to go to the overrated after. So underrated, I put Adrian Kempe. The dude scored 40 goals, and no one seems to care. No one seems to <laughs> talk about it. He had yeah. a really good playoffs for LA too. For sure. Do you, do you want me to say what mine was? Sure. Uh, let me pull it up real quick. Is this mine? No. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm not prepared, guys. I'm sorry. LeBlanc's prepared. I'm not. Okay, here we go. Uh, uh, my first one. Right. My fir- what? Oh, go my ahead. fault. Okay, all right. Anyways, my first one for underrated was Owen Tippett. I think Tippett had a really good year um, and really underrated year. I actually went to a few Flyers games this past season and Tippett scored a hat trick and an overtime winner. He's a very dynamic player, always involved in the play, and seems to be a lot better in Philly than he was in Florida. It seems uh, Tortorella's system's done really good for him. And honestly, kind of going a little bit off topic, it's Tortorella's system. Even though I hated him coming to Philly at first, it's done a lot of good for a lot of guys. Like you said, Noah Cates had a really good year. Morgan Frost had a really good year as well. So the young guys did pretty well this past season. And, you know, it makes us hopeful more for the future. And I I thank Tortorella for that, to be honest. So, yeah. It, it's funny because coming coming in, Tortorella was known for not working well with young guys. And the, yeah, that's the young guys thinking. in Philly seem to have – Yeah, so they seem to have flourished under Tortorella, which is pretty cool. Owen Tippett's also on my list. Remember when I went to the uh, Ottawa-Philly game, I was in Ottawa, and Noah Tippett, like oh, – sorry, sorry, Owen Tippett, excuse me, looks fantastic. This is, like – 
he was definitely the best player on the ice that night for the Flyers. When we do when we see him play, like again, di- more dynamic in Philly than he wasn't ever in Florida. Absolutely. And yeah, uh, next on my list, I put um, I put Jake Wallman. Jake Wallman is probably the best defensive defenseman in the NHL, according to analytics. According to play, I, I've always liked his game. I like how he plays, and he's doing well with that with that pairing of him and Cider. I think that's going to be a really, really, really good pairing for years to come. Yeah, criminally underrated guy. Um, and honestly, if I'm remaking this, if, if I'm remaking this graphic, my next guy I actually kind of regret putting on here. It's Clayton Keller. I think Keller was uh, underrated, but now that I've time. seen you know people's opinions and stuff like that, I think he's now properly rated. He he's definitely yeah. he's definitely now up there as a really solid player. A player I would replace him in is probably Barrett Hayden if I was going to go for another guy in Arizona. So yeah, I well, think Barrett, LeBlanc Barrett actually is on my list. Yeah, so I do. I do have Barrett Hayden. Dude had dude had a wicked second half. Like dude was like almost point per game in the second half of the season. Like that's crazy to me. Yeah, it, made me, it makes me very hopeful for the future. So, yeah. And then my last player, because I already mentioned all of them. My last player on my list is actually Capo Caco. I feel like everyone still feels he's the he's the rookie that you know wasn't good. And, like, he was still, like, you know, putting up, like, you know, 20 points a year. The dude is also a defensive. He's really good defensively. Yeah, he's solid he's, defensively. That's what people don't realize. Yeah, like, he put up 40 points, and that was his career high. I think next year he can have a breakout. Uh, I love his defense. I like I like his game. There's still more to, or to unpack there with Kako. He's still very young. Yeah, for sure. So he's definitely got room to improve, and that's why I feel he's underrated. Not bad. Um, I actually have a few because uh, I pretty much said all the ones in your list. Uh, Devon Tays, I think, is very underrated. Kind of holds up the defensive end uh, for Kale McCarr. Um, you have Tomas Hurdle then as well. Um, another underrated guy who has played well in San Jose the past couple of years and nobody really acknowledges that. And then, yes, Barry Kokanyemi took a pretty big step this past year for Carolina and nobody really yeah. noticed that. Um, and yeah, Kakanyami actually looking like a pretty good contract. And now that he's been properly developed by Carolina, he's a pretty solid player. Maybe not a number three pick, but still a solid player. Yeah. I think Kakanyami is definitely a guy who, like you had him on the list. I didn't have him, but, um, yeah, he's definitely taken a step forward since the trade, since the, um, was it, it's not an it's an offer sheet, right? It was an offer sheet. Yeah. So... I feel like he's done great. Uh, overrated. I'm gonna have you go first in this one because I know I think we both have a a, um, a player in common. I think we're just gonna say it immediately. Um, Victor Hedman, both, correct? We both have Victor Hedman. Yeah, we both have Hedman on our list. Yeah, I mean Hedman. Like honestly, he he is decently overrated. I mean, like the past two years have been rough for him. I'm not going to deny that he was hurt the one year, and then this past year is awful analytically. I just think he is overrated overall. There was actually a take that I had for a while. Um, I thought Chikrin was actually better than him, uh, being the biased Coyotes fan I am. Um, but, yeah, I thought, you know, I just don't think he's that as hyped as people think he is. I mean, he's not the best defensively. I mean, he's okay, but he's not, like, the best either. And I think just, like, because he's on Tampa, that's why his stats are kind of so bloated, I guess. I don't really know how to explain it. Yeah. I feel I feel like he like the year he was nominated for the Norris. I think it was uh, McAvoy who got snubbed for the for the Norris that year, and I feel like Hedman didn't even deserve to be a nominee. 
Like Headman. Who was, was that? Twenty twenty one. Yeah, twenty twenty one, where Headman Headman got nominated for the Norris, even though he like analytically he had a bad year. I thought Chikrin should have been should have been nominated. I really thought he should have. Yeah, that one year where he 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 went off that one year. I, yeah, that was, was a he, fun was year to watch. Like yeah. that was a fun year to watch him, and then he didn't get not nominated, and I was pretty pissed off. So he got a Whatever. few first place votes though. So I mean, at least that's some recognition. True, but um. Going back on my list, I put in Tage Thompson. Now, before you break out the pitchforks and torches, <laughs> Tage Thompson is a great player. I really, I, I do, I actually like Tage Thompson. I really do. But people are acting like Tage Thompson is this top ten player. They're acting like he's a generational talent. Tage Thompson is a great physical power forward, but. There, you can stop Tage. You can get around him. He's not. He's not like uh, like an Ovechkin, like a McDavid, like a Drysital. Like, pump the brakes. He can potentially score fifty, but we got to pump the brakes on Tage. Yeah, he's not there yet. He may be there in the future, but not yet. Mm. So he doesn't have he doesn't have the value to Buffalo like McDavid, McKinnon. Um, etc. has to their teams. I mean, Thompson's still very valuable, but, like, if we're talking, like, you know, playoffs and stuff like that, like, you know, those players carry those teams to the playoffs sometimes. So, and Thompson really hasn't done that yet. Mm. Well, maybe this year Buffalo gets over the hump and they will see see Tage in the playoffs. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, my other overrated player I have is Ville Huso. I think Huso is very overrated. Um, Detroit fans are saying he's their goalie of the future, and he's going to be that next goalie for them. He, he's not. Um, and on, I mean, like, he may be, but, like, after this past year, like, it doesn't really make my hopes up to be that. And they're saying he's a top-10 goalie. That, that That's not true at all. I can name 15 goalies that are better than Ville Huso, if I'm being honest Shut with up, you. But, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, if I'm being honest, I mean – Goalies are a weird thing to predict, if I'm being honest. And I'll say that about my next player, too, in a second here. But, you know, Villa Huso still being overrated by Red Wings fans and generally I, I feel Huso is overrated. I actually did almost put him on my list. Um, Red Wings fans, like, yeah, he had a really bad second half. He was he had a few he had a, he has a few solid games. Like, he had a few shutouts this year for the Red Wings. But, like, his stats, I think he ended the year with, like, an Eight nine five or an eight nine two, something like that. I don't have the stats in front of me, but I know. And they're like, "Oh, he's still he's still like a top fifteen goalie." I I I don't see that. I'm I'm I just don't. Yeah, I agree. Um, next player on my list, I put in Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Um, listen, you don't you don't go from a from a fifty point player up to an 105 point player like that and not and like it's all on power play like if he didn't play on power play he still would have had 50 points he would have had like 50 60 points it wouldn't have been a he, had, he, he had a, he had a really good year a really really good year but i think if you put a guy like i don't know uh, if you like um like if you put Let's say uh, Shane Pinto on Edmonton top six. I think he could crack ninety. That might, that might be a little harsh, but it's Edmonton. It they they score a lot of goals and they're really good in the power yeah. play. Like they they have like a thirty five percent power play to end the year, which is insane. 
Um, Huge had a really good year, but um, he is nowhere near like a top 50 player in the NHL. Agreed, 100%. I don't know why people think he is just because of the points. Like, it's 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 ridiculous. Uh, my next guy... Comment, right? What? I remember reading a few comments and people saying, oh, he's underrated. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like, brother, what? <laughs> All right, uh, my next guy is Devon Levi, and I made a mistake uh, with Levi. He's not overrated. He's overhyped. Um, if Buffalo fans and NHL fans are saying he's going to be the next Vasilevsky, the next Olmark, the next Sorokin, and they're saying that, oh, he's going to lead them to the promised land. He's, he's going to be the starter, lead us to the playoffs. Seven games. S- seven goddamn games. I don't really, I don't care if, if, if he won five of them and the Rangers were two of those teams. Seven games. It is, the, it is almost the smallest sample size you can get. And goalies are very weird to predict. I'm not denying that. He could he could play 40 games next year and win 30. He could also play 40 games next year and lose 30. We have no idea. So, and as well as that too, I don't think you really want to rush him into the starting role. I think if if you're if you're Buffalo, and what the and do if if you're Buffalo, what what I think you should do is either have him run a tandem. With Uko Pekka Lukonen or Eric Comrie. One of those two players. Or even just give him a year in the AHL. Give, give him a year, year with the Rochester Americans. That's not even a bad that's not even a bad idea. Like, don't rush him in just because you want to make the playoffs. Yeah. I I um like you say goalies, you need to develop your goalie. You don't want to rush your star goalie prospect. You don't yep. want to ruin him. And like I'm gonna point to Carter Hart as an example where No, um, I agree with you. Hextall got fired over this. Hextall got fired because Hextall wanted to not to rush Carter Hart. But like, you know what? We'll get someone who will. Right? Let's bring in, you know, your favorite guy, Chuck Fletcher. Ugh. And, um, yeah, and they played him. And, like, Carter Hart had a good year. And then he just he didn't play well anymore. And he's he's gotten better. He has. But Carter Hart would have been, could have been a better goalie if he had more development in his earlier years. Yeah, you, for sure. You want, if you're Buffalo, you put him in the A. You don't rush this. I do agree with yeah. you that he is over. He's not overrated. He is overhyped because you don't want to put all your eggs in the Devin Levi basket just yet. Not just denying. Yet. Not denying. He's going to be a great goalie. I love Devin he's Levi. He's going to be amazing. One of my favorite goalie prospects out there, and I hope he does well with Buffalo. And I said in my videos and my posts, I hope I'm wrong. But honestly, just right now, like you're overhyping him to be something huge off of five games or seven games. Yeah. Like, seven, it, yeah. it's, it's just very small sample size. Yeah, so. Then the last player on my list. Ooh, buddy. It is the newest Red Wings forward, Alex Debrinkit. <laughs> Debrinkit, now, you know, you can call me salty. You can call me upset. Stop calling him Debrink Goat. He's not the goat. He needs. He just for what he brings. I know Ottawa system it, it clashed, but for he's being overrated by mostly by Wings fans, uh, saying you know he's gonna score forty. I don't know. I think is his center. Is he gonna play with Patrick Kane? Yeah, like I just feel like he is very overrated for what he what he provides. Um, I also did, did, did this, you know. 
I put this on because, you know, we have a certain, our co-hosts, our two co-hosts, Zach and Luke, are Red Wings fans, so, hi! <laughs> yeah. But, um, you're I really, feel like to bring it really doing this when they're not here. You're really doing this when they're not here, so they can't, um, they, 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 they yeah, no, no, they can't, they can't, they can't, they can't fight me for it, but, um, yeah, um, I think he's a little bit overrated, um, I think he'll have a better year in Detroit than when he did in Ottawa. I will, I will, I'll say that. Um, but for me, he's a little bit overrated until I see. I want to see how he does in Detroit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I said, he's a perimeter guy. He doesn't back check. He's defensive liability. Um, but we'll see how it is with Detroit, though. Yep. Uh, you also have one more player after that, by the way. That wasn't your last player. Uh, I thought I was going to think. Oh, you're right. That. Oh, you're right. I, I, I'm bad at math. My next guy is Alex Ovechkin. And look, here, here's the controversy with Ovechkin. He, he's not as overrated as a lot of guys on these lists, but he's no more than a top 50 player right now. All time, he's probably top 10, but... He's no more than a top 50 player right now. Anybody who says that is, is is crazy. Because the only thing that he's good for anymore is goal scoring. He is a defensive liability. And I'm not saying that, oh, every, every player on my list and such and such is going to be amazing offensively and amazing defensively. But if you're Ovechkin, literally all he does, and I'm, I'm sorry... But this is pretty much the truth. Almost all he does is stay in one spot of the ice the entire game and look for one tease. I'm sorry. That's pretty much all he does. There are some other capabilities to his game. I'm not denying that. But honestly, I look at other players in the NHL. They're faster and, and they're better than Ovechkin right now. So I'm not saying he's overrated like career-wise. He's definitely a top 10 player in his career. Um, but just right now, Capitals fans may be overrating him to be something that he's not, if that makes any sense. And Crosby's still yeah, better. I, I got into an argument with a guy on Twitter who said Ovechkin's still a top 10 player. I'm like, he's not top 30. And then he, quote, name me the 30 player. I'm like, okay. Bet. I feel like he's still he's a top 40 player. Ovechkin will still put up 40 goals. 34. I like Maybe next year he takes a step back, but if he still puts up 40 goals, he's still, he's still a top 40 player. Like you said, he just looks for one tease, but... He's all-time top 10 player, but right now in the, this NHL, he's probably a top 40 player. Well, top 50. Yeah. You're up. My, my final player, for real this time, I have Sergei Bobrovsky. Uh, Bob had a great run. He had a really great run to the finals. But you look in season last year, he didn't play like that. And in season, has... Since going to Florida, has he ever played like that? No. I don't see him coming out the gate with Florida like this. He won't. He's he's overhyped because of the run to the playoffs. Absolutely. And I get it. He had a he had a really good run, but he's not putting up those numbers in season. Especially, he's going to be thirty five this year. I don't see it. For sure. Yep, I agree. Uh, my final players are Temi Panarin. Uh, I think Panarin might be a little bit overrated by Rangers fans saying he's a top 20 player. I think he's mid-20s, but not top 20. Um, and as well as that, too, the playoffs didn't look very good for him. He doesn't show up when it matters most. I hope that changes, but just right now he's not 
he's not as um, well-rated as Rangers fans think he is, and he's definitely dropping on people's lists because of that. So, yep. You know it's you know it's bad when your own fan base says you overrated. Yeah, that's that's yeah, it's definitely not good. But I'm also wearing Rangers right now, which is kind of ironic. But regardless. <laughs> It's just another episode of me wearing random teams. Got a got a Detroit um, Detroit necklace, um, Coyotes hat, uh, Rangers T-shirt. You know, I'm just been wearing all the teams. I'll wear Chicago tomorrow, Seattle. Who knows at this point? But yeah, regardless, enough about me. Yeah, I think we are going to end it off this one with where with one more. Explain yourself. This time we had another bracket together. Uh, we did uh, three overrated teams, three underrated teams. This was also made before um, the Tarasenko news. And we did this with your other two podcast partners, um, Carter and Jack. Shout out Carter and Jack. And shout out the Nordcast. But yeah, we have three underrated teams, three overrated teams. I want Evan. We'll have Evan go first. You want me to start with underrated? We have, yeah, we have two we have, we have two teams in common on in this entire thing, so. No, we we have, yeah, you're right. Well, let's just let's just get the two. Let's just get the one common team out of the way. I put Ottawa underrated because of the Tarasenko thing. Now, probably not an underrated. Maybe still an underrated. Maybe LeBlanc disagrees with me, but probably putting another team over them. Honestly, I might put Anaheim underrated over Ottawa, but still, Ottawa I think underrated in that division for sure. Still a great team, but. LeBlanc, do you still have him underrated after the Tarasenko game? I I, I, don't, I, th- I think I might switch him out now, but um, I had him underrated because everybody before the Sanko sign was saying, oh, you know, 7th in the Atlantic, it's a lock. It's a lock, they're 7th in the Atlantic. But now, you still see some of those, but um, they're, yeah, they're people clear, like, I'm get, getting respect now, so I think I would take them out of over, over, underrated. I would probably put a team, prob- probably... Probably Minnesota, honestly. Yeah. Minnesota, Minnesota's getting hated on. For sure. Yeah. Uh, my underrated, I put Tampa. Tampa lost lost some depth, yeah, but they also brought in some guys to... Some decent replacements for those guys. And I feel like they're getting disrespected because of their playoff loss to Toronto. Yes, they lost in... Was it, it was six games, right? They did. Yeah. It was six games, and I feel like oh, it's like oh, Tampa's gonna fall off this year. Oh, it's Tampa. Tampa's down to the, down there. Tampa's still gonna be like one or two in the Atlantic until that. Until you get like Kucherov, Stamkos, Point, uh, Vasilevsky, uh, Hedman, Sergachev. Like the, like this is a good team still. Like people really are really underrating this team. For sure, I agree. I think they still have a good solid roster. It's just you know. I understand why some, um, you know, people are like, oh, they're aging and such and such. I think they'll still be a good team, regardless. I have Dallas, another underrated column there. They're still easily forgotten about, I feel like, as a team that can still contend for a Stanley Cup. Um, I think, think, honestly, like, they could win a Stanley Cup in the next, like, four years. I think it's very possible. They have a really young team. Uh, They still have some guys coming up there, like Stan Coven and Maverick Bork are going to both battle for roster spots. Yeah, I like Dallas a lot. I don't think people are rating them as high as they should be, to be honest. I I don't think Dallas is underrated. I feel like they're properly rated, but um, I I agree with you. Dallas can is a cup contender for sure, um, but I don't feel they're underrated. But that's just me. That's my opinion. Good thing my opinion is the only one that matters. 
All right. Okay. Kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Don't get me uh, off. My, my last underrated team, I put Vancouver. Now, I do this thing every year where I write it where season starts, Vancouver starts, but then I write them off like until we get to season that I'm like, oh, I'm high on Vancouver again. But I really like what they did on the back end. They Their defense is short up. I really like their defense now. And if Demko stays healthy, that's in the weak Western Conference, that's a playoff team. That could be a playoff team. But people are like, oh, it's Vancouver. They're not going to do anything. You know, it's Vancouver. I'm Same on that ride, too. I, and, but with Rick Tockett, when Rick Tockett came in, they started to play really, really, really well. I mean, so, so, did, so did they did, too, when they had Bruce Boudreaux. So, that's true. Maybe honest, maybe, it honestly, maybe it was a flash in the pan. Maybe it was a flash in the pan. But um, I, I, I think Vancouver is a little underrated. I have I have Seattle as my other underrated team there. Uh, with Seattle, I like them a lot still. I mean, look, I feel like they are a ways away from getting to that Stanley Cup team and Stanley Cup spot, but they're getting younger, they're getting better. Still a bunch of misfits, and I think with the guy they selected in this past year's draft, Edward Sale, um, I think like adding him to that pool definitely looks good for them. And yeah, I like Seattle a lot. I think they can be a really good playoff team. Uh, for the next few years, maybe get to that cup contending spot uh, in the future, but I think they're underrated. I think they're underrated as well. I'll I will agree with you on that one. Good. For overrated, we both have a team in common, but I'm going to actually take this time to uh, switch them out. I think I wouldn't put them in here anymore. I have a new team I would put there. We both had Detroit because at the time it was just. It was bad. Like Detroit was getting really overhyped for they made they really they really overhauled their roster and brought in new guys uh, everywhere on the back on, on goaltending on the defense in the forward core. And people were saying, "Oh, you know, this team's going to uh, be a wild card team, be third in the Atlantic." I don't see it personally, but I, right now I would switch them out and I would put Buffalo in there instead. I don't disagree with you. I, I I could swap them out there for for them too. To be honest with you, yeah, I actually almost did. It was I was reading between those two teams when we made this graphic, and I think if I had to redo it right now, I put Buffalo in that spot. Buffalo has a good team. They have a great top six. They have a we I I wouldn't say a weak bottom six, but it's not ideal. They're they have two elite defensemen, and their other defensemen are, and they have no goalie. Devin Levi is a prospect, as of right now. Eric Comrie is Eric Comrie. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Buffalo is an overrated team. I kind of mixed up on mine. I feel like I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really, and I feel like I, I, yeah, I feel like I messed up. I don't know why I put LA and Vegas in my overrated. I'm going to just swap those out, honestly, for Florida and Buffalo. If that's okay. Like, I don't know why yeah, I put L.A. and Vegas for some weird reason. Because now that I actually think about it, like, they're not they're not overrated. Why, they're not overrated. Why am I saying that? Um, but I'll go with, um, I'll, yeah, Buffalo overrated. Uh, we definitely just talked about that. Detroit, I agree, is very overrated. Florida, that puts us in a team that we have in common. Florida's missing the playoffs. Yep. Florida's not able to, not only going to miss the playoffs, they'll be seventh in the Atlantic. I think that their run was sugar-coated and overrated, and they're going to be Montreal next year. Not like as bad as Montreal, but they're going to be what Montreal was the the year after they 
they went to the finals. I feel like their yeah, run was – they just got hot at the right time. I feel like that's what it was with yeah. Florida. Yeah, and that's the thing about the playoffs. You can Any team get hot at the right time and go to the finals. Like, 40, even Florida last year, before they made playoffs, they had to have Alex Lyon come in and save their season. If Alex Lyon isn't there, Florida misses playoffs, and you're, you're talking, we're talking about another story. Not only about that, too. Um, if had, had Pittsburgh beaten Chicago in that one game, they wouldn't have made it. So, yeah, just... but I think I think Florida is mad overrated. Like, I was like, oh, I hate when I go on, like, I go live or I'll go on Twitter. Oh, Florida is going to be number two. They're like, stop, or <laughs> not? Like, yes. it's just it's like it's. I mean, that would you call that recency bias? I think I would. For sure, yeah. Um, but I, I feel I feel Florida is not making playoffs either. I feel like they'll be sixth or seventh in the Atlantic. I agree. Um, what then? You have you have another team because I said both my. I teams. have the Rangers. Rangers forward core is old. Oof! If they don't have Sisterkin, I don't think this team. This team's probably a wild card team. I'm, I'll be I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Probably. I do you like the Rangers. An average goalie in there. Yeah, I do like the Rangers. Some of their additions kind of surprise me. Like the Wheeler and and Quick signings kind of make no sense to me. The Quick one is weird. The Wheeler one, I guess, kind of makes sense. You add veteran presence on that blue line or on the blue line on the bottom on the six. Top. But the Quick one is weird because he's he's twenty. He's like four, he's like thirty eight. He was bad last year too. He was really bad. Yeah, and then additionally, who's that one goalie? Let me go look. I made a prospect pull overview on them a few weeks ago. And there's this uh, one Dylan, goalie who Dylan like Grand? Yeah, Garand. Because he yeah. he played some games up with the Rangers this past year, had an amazing postseason with the Hartford Wolfpack. I figured that his expectation would be that he would be the backup. Now I'm kind of thinking maybe they'll give him another year in the AHL and that's why they signed quick. But still, it's weird that you sign a 37-year-old goalie to that. It, it just didn't make sense to me. It was weird. Yeah. Uh, I feel the Rangers' forward core is overrated. I feel like their D core is all right. Uh, Sisterkin is a top three goalie in the NHL, no doubt. I feel like their team's a little overrated. And I feel like they could potentially take a step back. I feel like they could, too, to be honest. Given if people get injured at the wrong time. I actually thought that, like, this past year was their best run in a cup because they had Patrick Kane, Vladimir Tarasenko, and such. I even had them, I even had them going to the finals. But then I think they lost the only to a person, hot and young Devils team. I think I was the only person in our – I mean, we did our group chat playoff pool. I was the only person who had the Devils winning in seven, I think. I think I had the Rangers in seven. I thought it would be a fun and competitive series, but I still had the Rangers winning it. I wouldn't. I wasn't really surprised though when the Devils won it because the Rangers played like shit after Game Two. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But um, definitely, definitely, definitely. To watch of it, the East is going to be tough this year, though. The East is going to be really tough, and oh, yeah. it's going to be fun to watch. And Atlanta will be a bloodbath. Atlanta's a bloodbath. The Metro is going to be interesting. But yeah, um, I think every team's competitive besides like Philly. And even Philly, like, uh, this past year was competitive. Yeah, I feel... I feel like, teams, good, but... like, 
Montreal is probably going to... Montreal is going to be competitive, but they're still going to be last in the division. Yeah. Like, they'll have a good... They'll actually have a decent record, I think, but they'll still be last. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we are one month away from training camp. A little, little over a month away from training camp. So, it's going to be interesting. We are... We're really excited for the season to start, and... Yeah. Yes, sir. We're I'm very, very excited. Coming out, with, coming out with previews soon. And, yeah, I think we're going to just end it off right here. Uh, thank you for watching the episode of The Little Block Catch. Remember to check out our Instagram. We are on YouTube. We're posting graphics every, almost every day now on The Little Cast page. So go check us out. Like, subscribe, and, you know, tell your friends. Yeah, and with that, yes, we will... We will end it off right there. Thank you for watching and have an excellent day. Adios.